retro time after hours. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be doing a reading from a blog post that I found particularly interesting. The blog post is written by Artie Karaj from Industrial Logic, and it was released on May 7th, 2021. It's called The Learning Release. Let's get started. I've had the experience of asking five people to explain what MVP is and heard seven different answers. Minimum Viable Product has become an acronym used very differently from what it is meant to be in the lean startup world. When MVP came to the corporate world, it was translated to the phase one of a project, something of low quality that brings no or very little feedback to the team or business, the in-scope requirement, quote-unquote, the what we have enough money for, the what we need in place by specified date, the word to use with stakeholders so we look agile. All these require a pause and align type of conversation, preferably with the sponsor present. Continuing without alignment is a clear indication that we will face challenges down the road. Using lean startup thinking, the MVP's purpose is to learn to get feedback that will help us make one of these decisions. Should we stop working in this direction and try another approach? Should we stop this idea entirely and go back to the drawing board? Should we continue with the initial idea without any changes? Should we continue with the initial idea but bring in some changes? Having these conversations over and over with different teams made me think that there's got to be a better way to express the desire to learn from customer feedback. So I started to using the terms learning release and earning release. As you might guess, the idea behind this is that we agree to declare some releases to be about learning some things that we're not entirely sure about. Then, based on the feedback we get and the things we learn, we do an earning release that promises sales and subscribers. Only by using learning release language, I was able to stop the long conversations around different understandings of MVP, comparing thousands of articles online to prove who was right and who was wronger, and just get to the important discussion questions quicker. What do we want to learn? What is the smallest thing we can do to learn that? It is not uncommon to have a lot of things we want to learn. If this is the case, then create a backlog of questions. Yes, forget about the roadmaps or backlogs with epics and user stories. Maybe not even the story mapping, although this is an exercise that often serves to identify what we don't know. If we have questions, it is too early for us to write stories. They would be pure guesses and most likely wrong. But a backlog of questions can help us focus. We can prioritize the questions and bring on top the more critical, deeper ones. If we figure that out, the rest will fall in place. Those are the questions that will give us the most important lessons. You can continue from here in the same way that you would go to decide what to do. Will you need to build something, survey people, napkin drawings with some someone for quick feedback, etc.? If you choose to build something, try to make it as small as possible 
as small effort as possible in the range of days. At this point, we have removed the emotions away from the results we get. It is not any more about hoping what we build works. It brings us to the benefits we wanted and expected to get. At this point, it's about being curious and wanting to know an answer from the actual customers. It's not about who is right finger pointing in the business. It's about a group of people learning together how to build the most amazing product for their customers. Product managers need to be careful not to bombard customers with a lot of learning releases simultaneously. This may overwhelm customers and they will complain about unfriendly experience. Also, learning releases are short-lived. We can't keep them on for a long time or they will give customers a negative experience. Learning releases need to face the customer until we reach the data threshold we wanted to gather to learn how to proceed with the decision. For this, product managers need to set a very clear learning challenge, such as first 1,000 customers, 1% of clients from Asia, customers from Toronto that are dog owners, etc. If we do not put boundaries around our learning releases, we will be running tests that will not give us focused lessons. By creating the concept of learning release to help us answer questions and learn more about our clients and our product, we can now change the conversation with product managers and sponsors. Instead of creating a plan that gives the expectation of starting to collect the benefits right away, we lay out a plan that lets us set the expectation for learning and earning. Initially, the team will need to have one or more learning releases, depending on how many questions they have or how complex the challenge is given to them. The team will need to know how to measure the results of each learning release and demonstrate the lesson we learned. Don't be surprised if we quickly learn we are on the right path. That makes the earning releases come forward. However, don't be surprised to learn that customers use or expect something different from our product. That is actually a big win because it saves the company a lot of effort and money that would have gone into building the wrong feature or solution, only to learn late that it was the wrong one. A learning release can prevent precisely that. How to recover if our learning release teaches us something we didn't expect from our customers? Celebrate. Celebrate that you are now smarter as a team and organization and that you have new opportunities in your hands. Maybe you need to completely change the direction. Maybe you need to just change some things here and there and continue. Whatever the case, you are not going by the seat of your pants, but by data. However, if we arrive at a place where we get positive feedback and believe our solution will support the development of this functionality, then we need to go for the earning release. Earning release is when a product manager has a tested and working functionality and is now ready to get to marketing, sales, accounting managers, etc., to go out, promote loud and proud. At this point, we already have high confidence that we will do well since we already have had feedback on it. In the blog, there are some examples of learning releases and earning releases. We'll give a link to these items and really hope you appreciated this today and you got something from it. Uh, come check us out on RetroTimePodcast.com. Retro Time Pod on Twitter. Uh, follow, you know, subscribe, do whatever you do, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Take it easy.